Hey, good morning. Andre here. Welcome to another episode of The Daily. This episode finds you on the 31st of May, Monday. It is the start of a brand new work week. And can you imagine we are almost at the midway mark of 2021? And I don't know what kind of feelings that might bring up for you. Some of you might feel unaccomplished, like you haven't done much this year. Some of you are just glad for this year to be over and done with for this pandemic, for all that we're experiencing as uh, the whole world, as, as a society, for all that we're experiencing to just go away. For whatever feelings that are coming up in your heart, be it anxiety or restlessness, I invite you this morning to take these feelings and go into the presence of God. Come into God's presence and trade your anxiety, your worry, your restlessness for God's perfect shalom, His peace. There's a divine invitation for you this morning. And so, with all that being said, let us begin the podcast. Now, some time ago, I chanced upon the story of Kamei Suji. Uh, and this was back in the 1980s. And Kamei Suji was a Japanese business prodigy. He graduated from college and then started working in the Osaka branch of Ace Securities, a respected brokerage firm. And Kamei was known to have this crazy work ethic. He was given the task of cold calling potential clients and the scheduled hours went from 8.40 to about 5 p.m. Monday to Friday. But he found that he could not generate near enough leads in the time allocated and so he began to work harder and longer hours and so he changed his schedule from 6.50 in the morning to 10pm at night, 7 days a week. Now Kamei was blessed with uh, mental fortitude and physical stamina and became a rising star in his generation of Japanese stockbrokers. He regularly worked 90-hour work weeks, averaging 13 hours a day, 7 days a week, and he was absolutely crushing it. Now, during a weekend sales seminar at a resort, Kamei collapsed and died from myocardial infraction. Basically, his heart gave out, and he was only 26 years old. Now, he was not the first to die on the job. In Japan, this happened with such frequency. Young men just dropping dead from overwork, from being exhausted, their hearts would just give out. That it has been given and there's a, there's an actual proper medical term and condition for this. And it's the term karoshi, which means death by overwork. Now, I wonder how many of you relate with Kamiya Suji's story. Having a kind of youthful ambition a desire to do well, to prove oneself, and the willingness to expand one's physical body in order to achieve that aim. Coming to a place where one's health, be it emotional, mental, or physical, can be very well sacrificed on the altar of worldly success. And over time, we realize our physical bodies have taken beating. We are mentally frazzled, we're just anxious and worried all the time. And emotionally, we aren't present, even to, uh, even with people whom we love. And we come to realize that busyness, overworking, destroys our peace. It eliminates all sorts of margin, emotional, spiritual margin, and it deeply affects our bodies. In especially a first world city like ours, where we are upwardly mobile, we can very well experience Karoshi. 
our pace of life and obsession with accomplishing more and more and more impacts our soul. And many of us today are suffering from a form of spiritual karoshi, our souls, spiritual beings slowly dying from being overwhelmed, exhausted, and neglected. But God, the maker of our bodies, He knows this limitation that we all have. He knows what overwork can do to us. And that is the reason why from the dawn of eternity, the opening passages and pages of scripture, he institutes this divine rhythm. He puts it into the fabric of creation, that of alternating between work and rest. And this practice of resting, taking a pause in the midst of the activities of life is the Sabbath. In Exodus, we read of God saying this to his people. Exodus 31 verse 17, he says, It will be a sign between me and the Israelites forever. For in the six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. Not only did God rest on the Sabbath, Scripture tells us that he was refreshed by it. The word refreshed means to exhale or to catch one's breath or to breathe easy. Now let that sink in. If God rested on and was refreshed by the seventh day, by the Sabbath, what power does it hold for all of us, for humanity? Now personally, I know of no more formative and counter-cultural practice for our world, for a culture of exhaustion than that of the Sabbath. In a 24-7 world, 24-6 is a sign and a wonder and a prophetic declaration that there is another way to live. Simply put, a restful spirit is spiritual warfare in a culture of exhaustion. I wonder how many of us have looked upon a person who has eye bags, drew out of the side of his mouth and looked at him and go, wow, that is the picture of life in all its fullness. That is the picture of spiritual vitality. I want that. No, none of us do. We look at the ones who are rested, who are contented, who have peace and joy in their hearts and go, wow, that is a picture of life of someone who has been yoked to Jesus and his way. See, Jesus was clear, we are all yoked to something, right? We're all attached to something. We're either yoked to the pace of our culture or we are yoked to him. We're either learning his way of humility and ease or we're learning the way of labor, burden and overworking. We're either seeking first the kingdom of God, God's shalom, or we're seeking first the kingdom of self and ambition. And Jesus puts it clearly to us, you cannot serve two masters. We're either yoked to Jesus or we're yoked to the world. And that's why Jesus gives us this stunning invitation in the Gospels. Come to me, all who are burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Abraham Herschel once called the practice of Sabbath or the day of Sabbath rest as cathedrals in time. What a beautiful picture. The Sabbath is a cathedral in time. 
Because God today does not live on a mountain or in a tent or a tabernacle. For the people of God to find Him and commune with Him, all we have to simply do is pause, is to stop, to remove every distraction, to set aside our priorities of the day, to pause and turn our affection and attention toward Him. And so if today you feel heavy laden, burdened in your heart, perhaps you woke up this morning with a laundry list of things to do, perhaps there has been stuff that's happening in your life, things that concern you, that worry you, that make you anxious. This invitation is for you. All who are burdened and heavy laden, come into rest, enter into that cathedral found in the space of time as we pause, take an intentional moment to meet and commune with our Creator and rest and be refreshed. So let's take a few moments this morning to do so. I invite you wherever you are to pause and just be present before God. I invite you right now to take a deep breath in and as you do so, imagine the air filling up your lungs and take a breath out and as you do so, picture all your anxiety, your worry, that tension in your shoulders released and expelled out of your body. Now we're just going to repeat breathing in, breathing out, being intentional with being present even in our breathing. We often don't even think about our breathing. But let's take a few moments to just be present in our breath and use it as a way of being present with God. Picture every breath you take in, you breathe in God's grace, His presence in your life. And every breath out, you breathe out anxiousness, worry, stress, all that ensnares you and weighs you down. So let's take a few moments to breathe in and out and believe that the Spirit is at work even in our mortal bodies, bringing life and refreshing to our souls. Let's spend a few moments doing so. Awesome. I hope that time was refreshing for you. I'll close off with this final verse from Isaiah chapter 30, verse 15. This is what the Sovereign Lord, the Holy One of Israel says, In repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. And I pray this day, even as you begin this work week, that you'll do so from a place of divine rest and your strength won't be found in external stimuli and caffeine or in binging on Netflix, but it is in quietness and trust that is found in the rest of God. So I pray that over you this day. 
Have a great week ahead. We'll have a bunch more episodes out for you this week. Grace and peace. Hey, Pastor Andre here. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Daily. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website www.thecity.sg for more information. Have a great day ahead. Grace and peace. Thank you.